attention. It's Joe time. I can't believe it. Oh, Mike. I was on TV. Gentlemen, my lady, you will always remember this as the day that you almost caught Captain Jack. Sparrow. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing that was all started by a month. Welcome to episode 75, wow that sounds crazy to say, 75 of the Disney Universe podcast. We are a bi-weekly podcast talking about everything in the vast universe of Disney, such as Pixar, Marvel, Lucasfilm, 20th Century, ESPN, ABC, not really Freeform. Marvel? I I already said Marvel, yeah. Did you? Disney Plus, well that's the same stuff. And of course... Finally, after four years and 75 episodes, we are talking about the Muppets uh, all episode. So I'm excited. You're excited. I'm I'm excited for you because I know how excited you are about this episode. (laughs) I'm so excited. I waited four years to do it. So, you know. (laughs) Yeah, there we go. But we we just had it ready for the right time. And I think we got the right time. And it's going to be a big episode. So we're bringing in the big smooth. Nice little segue. I didn't even plan on that. Hey, that was a good one. Yeah. That was a good one. But uh, our buddy Alex, uh, you know him also as the Fantasy Parks Draft Champion for the inaugural season. Uh, he'll be joining us later as we uh, talk about the Muppets. And we're going to go everywhere on the Muppets here. We're going to go history. We're going to go, uh, you know, our first introductions, movies, TV, parodies, music, <laughs> favorite characters. You know, we're we're going to, we're going all uh, even the parks. You know, because they they do have parks presence, and have had some great uh, park presence too. So, uh, we'll be getting in with that. So, uh, we want to thank you guys for joining us. Um, I know our schedule's been a little iffy. Uh, it's it's that weird time in summer. We call it the dog days of summer in so many different things. Uh, I've been dealing not dealing, but I've been uh, at a new job and had to study for like a test. So all this stuff's happening. But you know, we're back. We're getting structured just in time. <laughs> For the uh, the fall, I guess who would we say? But uh, hopefully, we'll have some news soon. Yeah, definitely. And uh, we, we we had a few clickbait, but we're not going to get to that. And I'm I just got, rambling. I, I haven't even uh, introduced myself or my amazing co-host uh, up there in his convertible melted igloo. But I am, uh, of course, your host Joey. And with me, as always, is my good buddy, Boy Wonder, Son of Darkness, now a father of a little kitty. Ryan, what's up, man? How you doing? Well, let's uh, start off with a uh, happy birthday to you, belated happy birthday. Oh, because we didn't record since then. Thank you, thank you right? very much. And, and yeah. I can't, I can't take the whole day to myself. Right. So we also got to say a belated happy birthday to uh, Corey in the house, house, Jungle Cruiser himself. Uh, we do have, we do share the same birthday, uh, the day That's that crazy. is not years. So. <laughs> so yeah, thank you for that, sir. Uh, yeah, happy you, birthday. You posted a great. But unflattering photo of myself. But all three oh, of I us. I think all of us look terrible <laughs> in that picture. <laughs> yeah, but, but forget the photo. It was a great memory. You know, it was a yeah. big deal of a memory, of course. So. It sure was. Yeah. But how you been, man? Uh, I guess we'll just jump into the what's new in the DU. What, uh, what's new with you? I got a little kitten. 
So that's pretty cool. Uh, that's it. <laughs> yeah, I know her name is Callie. Um, I call her Callie for California, and uh, Ariel calls her Callie for Calypso. So, oh, nice. Both Disney touches. Yeah, exactly. So, Calypso. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Um, canceled my trip for September, so that was pretty fun. Oh, uh, yeah. I canceled cause... my flight and hotel. Yeah, well, my they hotel they're not refunding me, I don't think. Yeah, so. the Halloween stuff was going down like dominoes. It, it, went, it started with Universal, then Disney, then finally once Knots hit. Well, Universal keeps teasing stuff still. Like, they canceled mm. and now they're, like, teasing stuff. It's really weird. They're probably going to do, like, a they're... virtual thing, I'm guessing. Virtual thing, or maybe they're, like, going to have it in December or something. All right. <laughs> like, I don't know. I mean, I Disney could do it. They could just do Nightmare Before Christmas, technically. I mean... The whole park. That would be kind of pretty awesome. Um, yeah. I want to give a shout out. We were talking about it before we started recording, but uh, um, this isn't Disney related. But you know, we're getting actually right around when the show comes out would would have actually been us hanging out in Anaheim for Star Wars Celebration with Udi and a bunch of uh, skywalking through Neverland and all our other friends. And of course, you know it's canceled, and we're sad because now this is our packing day, <laughs> packing night. But um, yeah. But just last weekend, and like I said, this isn't Disney-related, but uh, DC held a all-day uh, virtual convention called DC Fandom. And they... Wow. Uh, <laughs> I got to give credit where credit is due. Um, and Udi mentioned, he's like, well, they kind of needed it to do this, which that is true. But, um, man, they unveiled new trailers for Wonder Woman, uh, Justice League, uh, Zack Snyder's cut, which looks amazing. Uh, the Batman is what it's called uh, with uh, Robert Pattinson as Batman and they explained what a little bit about, about it uh, what was that? what did you think about the Batman trailer? I thought it was awesome it it really yeah, had like, a really cool Nolan vibe and uh, one thing that was cool is before the director was saying that it's not another, don't worry it's not another origin of Batman Year One movie but the thing that makes it so different from the others is it's Batman Year Two so in Year One you know you're kind of like he's 100% you know like, so <laughs> I can't I, I can't word it right, but by the time you're in year two, you're wondering, am I doing the right thing? Am I is this the right cause? So you're questioning, and especially yeah. people that are you know getting hurt because of you now, and that's how. So that I don't, that's a really cool take on the movie. But um, they showed Suicide Squad, a little tease on that with a uh, uh, James Gunn, because once he's done with that, he's jumping on Guardians three. That looked cool. Uh, Dwayne Johnson uh, showed teased a little bit of Black Adam, which is kind of like, and he's, he's part of a group that's similar to the Justice League. They're just like the uh, second tier, but uh, plus comics and video games, and so like I said, I wish Star Wars would have been doing something like this. But like uh, like I said just before that, Udi mentioned DC needs this push a little bit more than Star Wars right now. So because we we should get a Mandalorian trailer soon, and. Uh, some other news, but we get like eighteen teasers before the trailer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, yeah. Anyways, uh, so yeah, and all that because you got a new cat. <laughs> that was I don't know why we're talking yeah. about what's new in the DU and we're talking about DC. Well, so I guess well, there's there's some news that I forgot that I talked to you about. Sorry, the cat just jumped on me. Um, there's some DCA news. The uh, the ship landed. Yes. I forget what it's called. The Quinja. Yeah. Yep, that's the one. Yes, the, um, the pictures that of that looks cool. amazing. <laughs> yeah, 
I don't I, I don't know how we forgot about that. But. Yeah, well, especially with a, you know, a Mission Breakout right behind it, right next to it. I mean, it looks so cool. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, we can get there yeah. soon. Um, yeah, we basically, and nothing's really new with me other than I'm getting memory posts from Facebook from my first visit to Galaxy's Edge this this time last year. I watched that last night. I, I got the feels for you. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, oh. <laughs> and of course, uh, so today was just another Disneyland day. And uh, with that memory from Galaxy's Edge I posted also was uh, when I got to hang out with our number one super fan, Jay Vendetta, Jennifer. So I had to share a few of the pictures because, you know, that was an awesome time doing that. And uh, I love that she was wearing our swag too. So another little shout out there. Um, yeah. But yeah, so tomorrow, and you guys... Like I said, the show, this will happen before the show comes out, but I'll be reposting uh, pictures from D23 because I did go to the third day only. So I'll be posting that. Yeah. So I had to take a drink of water real quick, that's which isn't water. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's about the only news that we got. Yeah, I forgot to totally mention that because I've been busy with work. Yeah, but, me too. So. Uh, just so seeing, cool. seeing a live widget. So what's-his-face was there? Uh, Josh Romero. Yeah, so why is he back on our side? Because, like, coast. Because it's a project he was at the beginning of and, you know, went in Rome, I guess. I mean, <laughs> he can. Yeah. I mean, I he's head so. of park. Really... He's head of park, so. Oh, yeah, he's not just Disney World anymore, right? Oh, no, no. He's he's uh, t- taking over for Bob Chapek. I forgot about Thank that. God. But we won't get into that. But So, yeah, he'll be bouncing around between uh, everywhere, actually. Okay, well, that's good. I like that. Yeah, because I know I they want to hurry up and get it done because, I mean, this isn't official. This is kind of a rumor, and th- so I'll just bring it up now since we're talking about it. But uh, yeah. Disneyland uh, Resort Hotels have actually uh, s- will start taking reservations, uh, I believe, September 16th. Uh, I'm not sure. I think it's, it's that week, but uh, we'll find out, and hopefully we'll see how close to complete uh, Avengers Campus will be. So. Just need those borders to open up. <laughs> need be everything there. to open up. <laughs> need the movie the theater to open up. I'm jealous. Like California sucks. Our governor's a joke. Wait, well, our theaters have been open for like at least two months now. Yeah. So it's, it's and we're like, getting like new movies and that the Road Rage movie came out. Yeah. Oh, the Russell Crowe. Yeah. Yeah, I want to go see that. Yeah, and it looks pretty cool. So it looks like yeah. Falling Down, but that's an old '80s movie. But we'll <laughs> with yeah. Michael Douglas. But. Well, uh, let me quickly talk about a way you guys can um, get more of us. Thank you. If you're interested, um, we have a Patreon now. I think we talked about it on the last show. Um, we have three tiers. There's a Marvel tier, a Star Wars tier, and a Disney tier. If you guys are interested, um, each tier gets something else. Last show, we went through all of it. I think we said we wouldn't do that again. Yeah. So, um, but I just wanted to give our shout-outs to our Patreons. We have um, Alfredo. Yes. And we have super fan Jennifer, and we have a brand new Patreon moments before the breaking news. Breaking we news. Have <laughs> Producer Christy is our newest Patreon, so shout out to you three. Thank you so much for being a part of this and helping our, I was going to say our train going, but I guess to say that for an all aboard <laughs> show. But um, yeah, if you guys want to. Go to Patreon, patreon.com slash DU crew. They are part of the exclusive DU crew. Um, you can get some cool swag and a cool video conference with us 
once a month. So, that's among fun. other stuff, we're still working on too. So, and uh, yeah, another big yeah, shout out. Beginning. Yeah, another big shout out to producer Christy. Uh, she might actually be putting on some of her producer uh, credits and ears here. So, a uh, little tease on that. We're, we'll be talking about that later on. But you know what? I'm ready to talk about the Muppets, man. We've waited long enough. Like I said, we waited four years, seventy-five shows. Yep. Let's 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 get a hold of Alex and uh, let's. Talk about Muppets. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Muppet Show! talking about the Muppets. We are excited. And like I mentioned earlier, we couldn't do this without bringing, you know him as the inaugural Disney Universe Fantasy Parks champion. Alex is joining us to talk about the Muppets. How's it going, Alex? Hey, it's going good, man. Uh, Waka, waka, waka. I'm happy to be here. (laughs) Nice. Happy to have you. It was nice hanging out over the weekend, too, when you guys came up for for some uh, hot times in Sacramento. (laughs) Yes, you guys got some always. exciting news too, eh? What was that? You guys got some exciting news. Oh yeah, we're 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 starting uh, our our own podcast. Something's, something's brewing, that's for sure. Something's brewing, and hopefully we'll be able to get down to uh, DCA and Downtown Disney to talk about some of their brewing options and beer options. But <laughs> but well, yeah, we, we started a uh, beer podcast, and uh, we'll see how that goes. But we, we got a lot of. Uh, Good, good ideas coming up. So, <laughs> but this week we're talking about the Muppets, and like I said, um, I kind of went down, like overdid it because I don't want to skip anything because we waited so long to talk about these. And first of all, like even before Disney purchased, you know, bought them, I grew up loving the Muppets. I'm sure you guys did too, right? And I, I definitely did. Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that, it's, it's that awkward third person. <laughs> so let me just start with uh, kind of the, this is a history, uh, and some of these might be fun facts. Some of these might be you did not know, but actually, I'm going to start the first one off as with a question: Is do you guys know when the Muppets actually started? What year? I'm, I'm going to just spitball, and I'm going to say like 1966. Ryan, uh, 1967. So then I'll be closer if it's over that. <laughs> there you go. Well, Bob. Yeah, well, you are. You guys are both wrong. It, uh, Jim Henson actually created the Muppets with his wife Jane Henson in 1955, and they originated oh, wow. in a short-form TV series called Sam and Friends, which was a old black and white variety show with puppets. Huh. Yeah. I would never guess it was that old. <laughs> Yeah, so, and this show actually lasted uh, for 19... 65th. 
Yeah. yeah. So this there show lasted go. from uh, 1955 to 1961. Then after the show, um, <clears throat> they had a, a few of the Muppets, m- mainly Kermit, but a few of the other ones uh, had appearances on late night talk shows uh, during the 1960s. And that was something that carried on all the way through the 70s, 80s, 90s, and 2000s. The Muppets would always make appearances on, you know, Letterman, Leno, Carson, Arsenio Hall, you know, Conan, everybody. Uh, Letterman, or I just said Letterman already. So, um, so then that kind of, they kind of gained popularity. And uh, then they started making appearances also on uh, another Henson's uh, property, Sesame Street, in 1969. Um, so I got this from Wikipedia. And it, it just says Muppets started making appearances. All I remember as a kid seeing was uh, Kermit on uh, Sesame Street. And he was kind of like a... I think that's when he had like the trench coat. And he was like a reporter. Kind of like on-location reporter. So, of course, he um, he got, gained pretty pretty good popularity. And the Game Changer, it, what started was The Muppet Show. Which started in 1976. And ran from 1981... And remained in syndication for years after that. And um, this was a a variety show. Um, and this is a show that w- most of us were introduced to uh, with the Muppets. And, I mean, classic variety show, backstage, funny gags, um, great cameos from everybody that was big in Hollywood at the time. And uh, this movie kind of, uh, after that, or the, after the show, in 1979... Uh, they made their first jump into the movies with the Muppet movie, which was considered an instant classic, followed by the great Muppet Caper in 1981, and my favorite, the Muppets Take Manhattan in 1984. So uh, the Muppets were one of Hollywood's most money-collecting uh, properties. It was fun for children. It was fun for adults. Um, everybody loved them. And so Disney began uh, its involvement with Jim Henson's company uh, at a time when they heard Henson began uh, wanting to sell the company. So that's when they started negotiations. And so Disney started producing, like, uh, the Muppet Babies, which came out in uh, 1980. Wait, let me see. Uh, 1984 is when the Muppet Babies first came out and lasted all the way to 1991. And um, and this was, like, it was their first not not only was it another show but this was their first uh change from puppets to cartoons and so another generation got to know the muppets through the muppet babies and they were just as classic to me as as the muppet show and um so with with disney's involvement uh they went back to tv with the jim hansen hour in 1998 or 99 the muppets tonight which i think it aired on nbc and at times on disney channel in 1996 and 90 through 98 and um and they were both similar to previous shows and movies and uh but then of course that they made a return to the big screen in 1992 with the muppets christmas carol which again proved the muppets are gold in the movie theater because this is a great version of charles dickens uh, great christmas classic and that was followed by another classic muppets treasure island in 1996 and in 1999, an extremely underrated movie, The Muppets from Space. Uh, this is the movie that Gonzo finds his family. So, um, yeah, so that's just part of the history. Um, I'm going to kind of stop on that. And Ryan, uh, we asked a couple of our, oh, we asked our listeners uh, what they thought or uh, their their opinions on The Muppets. So can you read some of those comments? 
Yes, sir. So the first one is from Disney Time Podcast. Uh, they say, uh, I love the Muppet Show. They made, oh, sorry. Let me try that again. <laughs> I love the Muppet Show. They made sitcom style. I thought it was a shame ABC canceled it. Um, I haven't seen the whole thing, but I've seen a, a chunk of the episodes, and I, I definitely agree. That was a really fun show. Yeah. Um, sorry, I'm getting attacked by my cat. Yeah. Um, and all aboard, Cory in the house, unless it was you, Joy, no, says, um, I didn't think you'd ever get to the Muppets. My favorite memory is when the Muppet Babies cartoon would open the doors and show scenes from Star Wars. That's saying something from it. Well, they'd always open like their closet. Then you see like this, then they'd actually have clips from the movie. And, uh, That's right. Yeah, yeah. And they they would do a bunch of old movies and stuff. But that was one of the first properties that actually used actual Lucasfilm footage from Star Wars when they'd open like a closet or a garage door. And there's always like the Star Destroyer flying. You know, the the opening of the first Star Wars. And, yeah. So yeah, they did that That's a lot. Cool. And that's funny. Corey said that because he's not a Star Wars fan. <laughs> yes, that's true. Um, and we have one more from Feisty Ginger. She says, "Always Muppets and Bohemian Rhapsody." <laughs> I definitely think about it more often when I'm in my daily 100 Zoom meetings for work. <laughs> Hashtag, I laugh. Otherwise, I would cry. <laughs> See, you know what she's talking about with the Zoom, right? You guys, you ever seen that meme floating around? For the Muppets, like for the Muppet Show, when they're doing the, this is what we call the Muppet Show. Uh, and there's like, oh, yeah, the, the finale from the Muppet Show intro. Yeah, with it all looks, the characters. Uh, and like, like oh, that's meeting. what a Zoom meeting looks like. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember, oh. but I can picture it. <laughs> okay, well, you'll see it. <laughs> yeah. And I forgot to write the title, but what was the name of that? And we'll get to it, obviously, in a little bit, but what was the name of the one on ABC? Was it just the Muppets? I think it was just Muppets. Yeah. Or the Muppets. Uh, I know the movie. See. I got the, the Muppets. Yeah, it's just called the Muppets. Yeah, oh. we'll, we'll get into that. But I thought this was such a great show. I've complained about why. I've complained about a lot about it. Not about the show, but that it got canceled. But um, but I digress. Let me go back to some of the history real quick. Uh, so Disney officially acquired the Muppets back in 2004, and um, they really didn't know how to treat the property in my opinion so a lot of stuff was coming out like for the Disney Channel like they did like a Muppets Wizard of Oz like really bad like it's almost like they try to make it more Sesame Street than Muppets and so it was almost like a, a failing property in a way uh, and until uh, Jason Siegel kind of came up and this was after for, uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall but he uh, wrote and produced the uh, one of the greatest Muppet movies ever, and it was just the Muppets in uh, 2011, and uh, that 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 brought a lot of spirit of the old TV show, the original TV show, and the original movies um, back to the big screen, plus uh, new characters and stuff. And that was followed by the Muppets Most Wanted in uh, 2014, which I thought was a, a really good and fun sequel too. So um, then back to going back to TV. Uh, they had a short-lived and, uh, and like I said, un- extremely underrated Muppet show, or The Muppets, in uh, 2015 to 2016, and that was... Uh, so that, if you didn't get a chance to see that, and it's on Disney Plus now, um, that that was what I call guerrilla-style f- uh, filming, but it was very similar to like Modern Family, The Office, Parks and Rec, that behind-the-scenes kind of filming. And a lot of people that were used to either... 
watch the old syndication or stuff, they're like, oh, no, it should be a variety show like the old Muppet show and everything. And it's like, and like I said, I brought, I've, I've mentioned this so many times, but those that Muppet show in the 70s, that era, there was so many variety shows just like it. Like Sonny and Cher and, and Donnie and Marie, and plus, you know, so many more. That the big thing nowadays is the behind the scenes style, guerrilla style TV shows. And so that's, and there are so many funny episodes. We'll talk about it uh, in a little bit. But um, Disney Channel or Disney Junior also rebooted Muppet Babies uh, in 2018. And it's still going on right now, so it's still pretty popular. And then Disney Plus just uh, started their new. Uh, they're calling it their new like web series, but it's on Disney Plus, and that's Muppets Now. So, and it's it's very similar to the past Muppet shows. So it's it's, it's really fun. But um, as we know, being Disney fans, uh, the Muppets have not only been on the small screen and big screen, but they've also been at the parks that we love so Yay. much. So they first Gosh. appeared at Walt Disney World at MGM Studios. They actually had a um, a live stage show called Here Comes the Muppets and they debuted shortly after Jim Henson passed away and um, it lasted I think a few months and stuff so it was kind of weird seeing I think it was like uh, I never I uh, should look up the videos for it but the following year May 16th 1991 which is actually one year to the day that uh, Jim Henson passed away uh, MGM Studios which we now know as uh, Hollywood Studios uh, they opened Muppet Vision 3D and it was so popular, they they originally opened it at uh, a DCA opening day uh, of DCA. And that lasted to uh, 2014. Sadly, not there no more. Still at Disney World. And it's still a classic show. Of course, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it on uh, some of our memories. Um, in 2007, uh, Epcot actually has this little mobile, this Muppet Mobile Lab uh, featuring animatronics of Bunsen, Honeydew, and Beaker. Uh, I haven't. I, I think I. I don't think I saw it. I can't remember. But I don't know. I saw the video for it today. But, yeah, uh, it's yeah, just a quick I, little parade. Seen it in person. Yeah. Little streetmosphere. Yeah, exactly. Um, then in 2010, uh, the Muppets were actually Disney's face, or the face of Disney Parks, a give a day, get a day, a charity campaign that they did, and um, this was a thing where, if you went out and volunteered. You can actually get a free day at Disneyland or Disney World. Uh, you just had to go online, register, register the charity you did, how many hours you did, and then Disney sent you a free ticket for a day. And my niece and sister did this, and so they uh, they got to volunteer. They got a special button and stuff. It was really cool. And um, then they had a uh, they had a little float in front of some of the day parades at both Disneyland and Disney World or Magic Kingdom. Which featured Kermit, Miss Picky, and Sweetums. Which, if you guys don't know who Sweetums is, he's the giant Chewbacca <laughs> uh, monster. Uh, that he was part of the uh, Muppet 3D and everything too. And um, so, Joey, what what year was that um, volunteer thing again? 2010. I, I remember. I don't know, ten years ago. Yeah. So you're I like know, eight, right? nine. <laughs> I would have been fourteen. Oh. 14, 15? <laughs> You remember? But dang, <laughs> I, this, that seems like it just happened a couple years ago. Yeah. So, uh, and finally, my last little bit of history at the parks. In 2016, Magic Kingdom debuted a a little uh, show that happened throughout the day called "The Muppets Present Great Moments in American History," 
and uh, this was attached to the um, the great the great Hall of Presidents uh, attraction building that they have, and they had Muppets popping out of the windows and reenacting certain historic stories, mostly narrated by Sam Eagle, but it had like Fozzie and they're all dressed revolutionary. And my niece sent me some fun videos and stuff. So um, it says. Uh, according to Wikipedia, that it, it started on 2016 through 2020. So I don't know if it's back again now that they're open. So I'm not sure. But that was my quick little flash through <laughs> history of the Good Muppets. Job, <laughs> so, yes. like you said, we have 60, 65 years now that doesn't even, I mean, <laughs> seems like they've always been around. But I want to start with you, Alex. Um, what was like some of your uh, first uh, Muppet memories, or what drew you to the Muppets? Oh, my dad definitely. He's he's always been a big uh, cartoon and you know comedy fun guy, and so I'm sure he he was uh, the one uh, bringing Muppets to the forefront. Uh, although I'm sure most '80s children had Muppets around, just like Sesame Street and everything else. Um, which made me wonder where, where we're uh, classifying the Muppets because I do think uh, you know Sesame Street and Fraggle Rock was another big one when we were growing up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just the, the Muppets as they were. I guess it, in that time frame, Muppets Take Manhattan, uh, as with you, Joe, is one of my favorites. Uh, and uh, Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas, which I, I guess is not a traditional Muppet uh, movie, but it is a Jim Henson production. And it's, uh, I guess, one of the little little remembered or little heralded because it doesn't star the same uh, Muppet characters we know and love. Uh, but that, that one I, I remember from my childhood as well. Uh, but, yeah, uh, the Muppets are great. I, I, I go back and watch them. Uh, just watched today the, the original Muppet movie. <laughs> and when we were having a conversation the other day, I mean, there's pieces of that that I still throw into my ringo, you know? <laughs> And the, and the whole soundtrack in that Muppets movie uh, is amazing. I mean, the Rainbow Connection, that song made me cry when they, they redid it in the, the new movie with Amy Adams and uh, Jason Segel. Um, moving right along. Uh, got it on Dr. Keith and the Electric Mayhem. Yeah. There was actually a, a, a bar in San Francisco named after them for a while. Uh, I believe they had a cease and desist <laughs> or something. I, I don't know the specifics, but they shortened their name to just Doctor Teeth later on. <laughs> nice. And when you brought up and the and otters, we actually got. Huh? I, I oh I, I just remembered that the, they had a live performance at Outside Lands uh, two or three years ago. Oh yeah. I'm gonna have to look that up because I, I I didn't catch it that year, but I believe it's the only time that Doctor Teeth and the Electric Mayhem ever performed live. Oh nice. <laughs> uh, yeah. you, you brought up the Otter Band. Isn't that one of the otters on the new show that Kermit goes to? The, uh, Joe the... So, if it is one of them, it definitely is in a new incarnation than he ever was, because there was not a Joe from Legal in Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. (laughs) There might have been an otter named Joe, but I don't remember him as that. That's cool. Well, what about you, Ryan? Do you remember what first, your first introduction to the Muppets at all, or... Yes. So again, sorry for the 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 bell. I have a 11 week old kitten here that is going crazy and wants to play. Um, so I don't know if I saw this in the theaters first or just on VHS. But Muppets from Space, I can remember yeah. 
as a kid riding my bike up to the local uh, library like every weekend to rent out the VHS of it. <laughs> um, that and uh, Treasure Island and Muppets Take Manhattan, I remember getting those on VHS all the time, but Muppets from Space is oh, definitely my favorite. Um, yeah, that's my, I'm pretty sure that's my like first introduction that I know of. I might have seen the other ones when I was younger than that, but yeah, Muppets from Space, I remember. I, I even remember, you know, you can just remember holding that VHS yeah. packaging. So, yeah, that for sure, that's my favorite oh, and nice. uh, my first intro. Yeah, I think my my first introduction was definitely The Muppet Show. Uh, watching it on TV. It was on syndication uh, by the time I was watching it. And uh, I remember because it was, it was The Muppet Show, then Dukes of Hazards. That was my hour uh, growing up for so many years. And uh, just... I, uh, Fozzie was always my favorite, you know, and that makes sense now with a whole, you know, fan of bad jokes. But I remember then the first time I was watching it, then, wait, Luke Skywalker's with the Muppets? What's going on? Chewbacca's dancing with C- and what? <laughs> so w- once it finally hit me, then, then I kind of like, oh, so and so sounds like Yoda, you know, as a as a young kid, and you don't realize that Frank Oz, who does a voice for Miss Piggy and. And uh, Fozzie and so many other characters also did Yoda, and um, so that's some of my favorites. And of course, like I I don't remember seeing the original Muppet movie. Well, it came out a year after I was born, so obviously I'm not going to remember. But I remember really watching the Great Muppet Caper, and but seeing I I'm old enough to see. I, I remember seeing Muppets Take Manhattan at the theater. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's, that's so long ago. Um, and just loving it, and especially the music in that is some of my favorite music. The introduction to the Muppet Babies in that movie, you know, that yeah. little that little the dream crossover. sequence, yeah. And oh, so that was before Muppet Babies had a cartoon, right? Yeah, it, it's what kind of spawned okay. it. <laughs> Mama, Kaka, Chihuahua. I want to be a movie star. <laughs> okay, sorry. I feel like um, I feel like I need to go back and watch the Muppet Babies. <laughs> So, oh yeah, well that was from Muppets Taking Manhattan. I don't think that's on Disney Plus yet for some weird reason. Um, it's on our Netflix in Canada. So oh, okay, cool. Well, check it out. Maybe that's why you'll love that one. Um, but then that was the first time too when they do the wedding scene that you actually one side of the wedding was Muppets, the other side of the wedding was Sesame Street. Uh, and another Jim Henson. There was a Fraggle Rock in there and yeah. stuff too. So it's the first time you actually see the different. Uh, Jim Henson Company, uh, the big you know the big ones all together for the first time. So that was really cool. Now of course you know growing up with the Muppet Babies, I mean you, even in elementary school you hear Muppet Babies. You're like oh, I don't want to watch that. It's it's going to be for babies when you're a little kid. Then the cartoon was amazing. It's still probably one of the best my one of my all time favorite cartoons ever uh, as a kid. And I still have a Christmas Kermit from McDonald's that they had. Uh, I had Fozzie. I had Kermit and Piggy, but I still have Kermit because you lose stuff over the years. But yeah, I mean, I've I've always loved the Muppets and uh, watch some of their shows. But yeah, any any particular favorite movie moments for for you guys that just either something like uh, like we I I uh, have a bad bad habit of quoting a lot of movies so any favorite quotes or favorite moments or memories or I'll start with you Alex. Um, oh sorry, oh, sorry. 
Uh, is that one on top of my head? I can get it before I forget. Um, go, go. um and during um, Muppets from Space, when it's uh, when they at the end where they play the song like "Celebrate," oh. good. That that's my favorite. With all the different Gonzos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was that a great. Was the whole but, scene with his family lands was awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a sick movie. Yeah, I love that movie. What about you, Alex? Uh, same movie uh, I, I told you earlier, but uh, Pepe the King Prawn. Uh, I think somebody calls him a shrimp, and he says, "I am not a shrimp. I am a king prawn." <laughs> I, I love that. He's, he's been my favorite character ever since then. Um, and and I, I guess not a specific thing, but just all the cameos. I think going back to the Muppet Show and the original Muppet movie, they were always known for their cameos and interactions uh, with with. Uh, different celebrities at the time yeah uh, and I think that what it makes watching those uh, older movies a lot of fun now <laughs> is going back and seeing the celebrities of the time and I think for the most part I only recognizing them because my dad had pointed them out to me but when you brought up the Muppet baby sequence yeah I remember that that was when Gregory Hines was chasing down uh, the person who nabbed Miss Piggy's purse and then yeah. she hits her head and <laughs> has that whole dream sequence um but but yeah that that and then uh, in in the new one uh, the Jason Segel produced Muppet movie uh, I can't remember who the villain or the name of the villain but uh, his maniacal laugh maniacal laugh maniacal laugh <laughs> yeah that was a Chris Cooper I forget his character's name but yeah Chris Cooper yeah one thing uh, one thing I love too is um, how just natural like. Ever since the Muppet Show, the Muppet Movie came out, it's just like, oh, of course there's a talking bear, of course there's a frog, of course there's. I mean, it's like second. It's like kind of like a like. Of course, you know, it, there's nothing weird about it. And uh, I kind of thought, think about it now. I was like, oh, that was like one of the first things of like. Uh, even at a, at a young kid, I had to think of it at now, but now I'm thinking of it now like kind of like where we're at. But it's like that was one one of the first examples of just like. Acceptance, like yeah, yeah. There's a talking frog with a banjo. Of course, there is. You know, kind of. There's a pig with a lipstick. <laughs> you know, but um, yeah. I just love the seamless just connections with like. I love that Gregory Hines scene from Mupp- Muppets Take Manhattan. Um, mm-hmm. The Jason Siegel, the Muppets was was so great because, like I said, it, it was such a good nod to what we grew up with and uh, just uh, just really new. Uh, you mentioned we're talking about, a little bit about the music. Um, like some of the great songs, like you know, Rainbow Connections, a classic song, and Moving Along, and the the Muppet movies filled with great songs. Do you guys know what the only Oscar-winning Muppet song is, by any chance? There's only one song. No, sir. And it's not it's not Rainbow Connection. Surprisingly, no. It is Man or Muppet <laughs> from. Oh yeah. I was almost like, that was a good song too, yeah. and, and those were done by Jermaine Clement. Yeah, right? Jermaine Clement from Flight of the Concords and uh, uh, What We Do in the Shadows wrote the music for that movie. Yeah, and he actually appeared in uh, as one of the prisoners in the in Gulag in uh, the Muppets, uh, the Most Wanted, which was a great sequel. Right. I thought that has one of my favorite songs. Uh, speaking of, well, well, you know, I'll ask you guys some of your favorite songs other than the ones we mentioned, but. <laughs> this one that makes me laugh, and it's from Muppet, the Muppets Most Wanted, but it's when Constantine, the the imposter Kermit, is singing the love song to Piggy. 
uh, the I'll, I will get you everything you need. He's like, I'll buy you a kangaroo, a diamond shoe, a cockatoo, and I don't know. I'll, I'll, I might play it <laughs> after this. But what are, what are some of you guys' favorite uh, Muppet songs? Alex. Uh. I, I, I'm trying to leave it open to Ryan just so I, you know, I, I figure he's got a limited experience with the ones. Uh, but as listed, you know, the, the ones we just talked about, uh, can you picture that? I, I love Dr. C from The Electric Mayhem uh, just kind of as a as a character, as a whole. You know, they kind of play that kind of skeevy rock band, you know, yeah. where, you know, we're just here, play, play the gig, don't ask questions, man, <laughs> stuff like that. Um, so I, I like those guys. Uh, but yeah, Rainbow Connection, uh, that, that's the all-timer right there. And, and uh, recently, what, they had the, uh, I forget what it is, the Green Album, where they had uh, popular artists cover it. Yeah. And I, I actually, I don't know if it charted, but it did get uh, radio airplay with Haley Williams and River Scubo from Weezer. Yeah, great, great cover. Great duet of it, too. Yeah. And even, uh, the, there's an album, uh, We Love Disney, uh, which has like, uh, um, uh, artist and actually uh, Gwen Stefani sings it on that album, which is really good. Nice. How about you, Ryan? Any any songs that you love or stick out or? Yeah, well, I have like a, a sort of somewhat special connection to Rainbow Connection. I did not that on purpose. Um, <laughs> shout out to my grade one two teacher, Miss Martin. Um, she rewrote the Rainbow Connection for like a school theme song. So like every assembly, it'd be like she changed it to our our, our my elementary school is called Spotlight Box. It's weird, um, but it's our Spotted Fox family. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, she. Can like, we get a couple bars of it, Ryan? Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> Come on. Um, no, but yeah, every um, school assembly, like the whole school would sing it. So, um, yeah, that's my my little connection to Rainbow Connection. Which is funny that you say that because in the that move that song has been parodied in the past. Or other Muppet movies, like they did a Spanish version of it when they were in like Spain or something on, on Muppets Most Wanted. Then when they're uh, on the first uh, the Muppet, I get so confused. The the first Jason Single movie, uh, Fozzie's singing it with the Muppets, but they're singing about the hotel that they're staying at, which is like, why are there great deals and twenty four hour buffet lines and stuff like that? But uh, yeah. So, of course, Rainbow Connection, that is the classic. That is the Muppets version of When You Wish Upon a Star, in my opinion. That is their staple. Mm-hmm. Um, but, of course, like I said, growing up loving uh, um, Muppets Take Manhattan, the Together Again is one of my favorite songs. And that's just one you can hum, you can whistle, you can sing. Uh, they brought it again. They brought it back on Muppets Most Wanted. Uh, so I love that one. Um, I love a lot, a lot of the music. Of course, the one we talked about the when they're singing with the Muppet Babies, that little uh, 1950s doo-wop <laughs> version with Miss Piggy. Uh, I love all the music to the Muppets. Uh, the Jason Siegel, the the opening song, which they also close the movie with, with which is the uh, oh, how's that the um, oh crap, how's it go? Uh, everything is great. Everything is great. I got the whole wide world. Okay, yeah, that one. So, uh, that was a great song. I'm trying to think. There's so many other ones. Ah. I was thinking the the wedding one from Up at Sick Man. At yeah. Somebody's getting married. Yeah, that's a good. <laughs> I love that. The whole movie is great. Um, yeah. Of course, 
you know we can't talk about the Muppets without bringing the park. Uh, so we'll t- we'll talk about like our you know some favorite parts of Muppet Vision. But Alex, uh, you actually uh, we were talking about this off off camera, and I actually wanted to bring this up. But um, at one time, they're working at making a Disney or the Muppets bringing them to the park in a certain uh, point. Do you, can you tell us a little bit what what you found? Yeah, I was just you know going through my normal YouTube Disney rabbit holes and found some cool stuff on the pump land. Uh, they were talking about uh, the summer of uh, 1990, I believe it was. Uh, they were at, at the time in talks with Jim Henson of acquiring the Muppets and they had plans on uh, making it a, or I guess it would have been 91 would have been the year because it was going to be the year after their 35th anniversary. The whole plan was to have, you know, after a year of celebrating the 35th anniversary, uh, Mickey, Minnie and the gang were all going to go on vacation and they were going to have the Muppets come stay at Disneyland to take care of the park. Uh, they were already in the process of uh, bringing on uh, the uh, Muppet Vision 3D that had already launched over in Florida. And then they, they also wanted to, I think from the thing they said, they were going to throw Animal into the Pirates of the Caribbean, chasing some <laughs> of the, the women around. They were going to put Miss Piggy in... It's a Small World as uh, the Cleopatra. The, <laughs> mind you, this is prior to the Disney uh, characters being in there. Um, they were going to paint the Matterhorn Kermit green, uh, which just the, the thought of that, yeah, is kind of crazy. But um, And uh, I think they had a few other things. But they, they had planned to run it for a whole year. Uh, unfortunately, the untimely death of Jim Henson kind of threw things for a loop there. Uh, and the uh, negotiations to uh, acquire the Muppets had broken off for about 14 years until it actually happened in uh, 2004, as Joey had said. Uh, but yeah, we, we almost uh, we almost had a lot of Muppets, and then for a period of time, it looked like we were going to get no Muppets. Uh, th- thankfully, uh, we, we can all thank Frank Oz, uh, as I believe it said, that he was the one who you know, said to the Henson family, it would be a shame that the world did not get to see the last thing that Jim Henson worked on, which was Muppet Vision 3D. So uh, to all of you people in Florida or going to Florida, uh, be lucky and be thankful. You can still watch that and rest assured it will be one of my first stops when I get out there, as long as it's there. Yeah. Um, That's like the number one thing I'm looking forward to <laughs> next year for yeah. Disney World is Muppet Vision. Yeah, I love yes. that. Um, I, I I remember hearing about that about Disneyland being muppified, and there was going to be so like every attraction was going to have like the what you mentioned, but there's going to be also like so many like just mayhem and mistakes that the Muppets just always finally, you know, somehow mm-hmm. you know get get involved with. So it would have been funny seeing Animal and Pirates of the Caribbean, and some of the traditionalists probably wouldn't have liked it. I can I I can understand, but. For it, but it would make sense for them kind of messing up the attractions, kind of like doing a little Jack Skellington throughout Disneyland. It's funny, too, because back then it would have been before Disney had gone full steam ahead throwing IP into everything. Yeah. So, you know, I really like to say, but to, to, knowing that it would have been temporary, if, you know, I was me now, then... I wouldn't have had a problem with it. Yeah. I think if it were something they were going to try and do now, obviously with the, the way they like to throw IP all over the place, then it's kind of just like another, it, it seems like a cash grab or something else. Yeah. But as a fan of the Muppets at this point, as I said, 
Uh, just give me anything. <laughs> any, I, I'm sitting here watching Muppets now. Just yes, please give me something. Use them. Don't let them fall into the dust of obscurity. Uh, keep keep their names, uh, you know, <laughs> out there. Yeah, and I know Ryan and I agree. Uh, we we were both real disappointed with when they got rid of Muppets Vision at DCA. Uh, what what like what are so, I mean? <laughs> there's so many things that make that that uh that attraction so great. But like, what are you guys some of your favorite moments from that show, Ryan? Um, just like going to DCA for the first time, and like when I went to DCA the first time, I think it was like. 2003 and I knew nothing about the park like I was just walking in blind and just having that experience like there's like stuff going on beside you on the walls like I've never like been into anything like that before and like cannon shoots from the screen but it like blows an actual hole yeah. behind you it's like crazy so Looking like my just first experience chef with a cannon <laughs> yeah yeah and like having uh, I forget his name Chewbacca Sweetums. walk out um, just like it was crazy, it was like a 4D experience. Having the uh, uh, Statler and Waldorf up top <laughs> and yeah, their area yeah, cracking yeah. jokes. Yeah. What, what was yeah, that? Yeah, it was just oh, check out that guy in the goofy hat. Oh, sorry, lady. <laughs> yeah, and that must have been rad for those people who have experienced it in Florida too, because uh, you know, as you mentioned, the Swedish chef pulls that cannon out of the back and shoots to the screen. And then they're showing a filmed portion of what the area just outside of the theater looked like. Yeah. So it's, you kind of got that almost 3D, or I, I don't know what you would call that sensation. Yeah. No. yeah. Uh, and it's, breaking of reality. Yeah, especially with the, the penguins. and Yeah, just the combination of the 3D and the animatronics uh, coming out. But I think one of my favorite things... And, and live action with freedom. Too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and but there, one, one thing I love. What was that? Was there smells, like uh, like a bug's life? No. Or bug, yeah, it's tough to be a bug. Sorry, not too much. No, I don't remember smells in that one. No, okay, sorry. Continue. Had some water squirts, but um, I love the pre-show. Before you get in there, they had the little yeah. clips, and stuff. Um, but the one with and they had the different TV screens, but they had the guy checking this, and so he kept going through every little screen, and they used to do. Uh, this was actually on one of the DVDs, I think. Uh, but they, they they had it in the the pre-show. But they had uh, different characters uh, trying out for Star Wars. And um, so so I got the I got a DVD, and it, it's the actually the episode that's it has three episodes. But the one that's highlighted is the Mark Hamill episode. But then in the special features, it shows the part that was at the park. So you, you got um, uh, they're like, all right. Uh, was it the screen test for Yoda and they had the guy that's the bear I forget his name he's just the, the giant bear and uh, he, he was one of the villains yeah he the... plays the security guard in uh, Muppets from Space I'm blanking yeah, on his name I always so. forget his name but he's just like I talk like this and uh, blah 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 and yeah okay I'm, I'm Yoda yeah, I, know, I know who you're talking about yeah so so he's trying out for Yoda Pepe tries out he's like uh, I'm a Yoda okay <laughs> you know he's like and who else? Animal. <laughs> so Animal had the ears on. He's like, Yoda! Yoda! Um, I don't know why I brought that. Up. Dude, we talked about songs, but we didn't even mention Manamana. 
<laughs> the song that gets stuck in everybody's head once you say Manamana. No, yeah, I, I love Muppet Vision. Uh, loved everything about it. It, was, it. And it felt just like an extension of the show. I mean, you could tell, you could tell when the people that know Muppets are working on it compared to, like I said, when Disney was making the really kiddie-ish, really bad movies for Disney Channel. And it's just like, oh, they're killing the Muppets. I don't like it. <laughs> um, but, I mean, well, is there, I guess before we move on to, like, the newer shows, is there any other, like, uh, was there anything else? Was there a Muppet game? I can't remember. Not that I played. I don't know. But. I, I, I find it shocking if there wasn't, but I don't remember one <laughs> yeah, myself. I don't know. Oh, well. I, I. Go back to the, the pre-show, though. Um, the part where Gonzo is da- tap dancing with the potted plants on his head. Oh, yeah. And then he, he drops one of them, and he turns to himself and says, Hey, you dropped your pot. <laughs> I, you know, for, for those uh, adults in the audience or whatever. Uh, Little chuckles. People who may be into those certain things. I definitely, I found myself having chuckles in the waiting area whenever that would happen. And then, uh, and that's vintage Muppets too, because they always had jokes for adults. Oh, totally! Ever since the seventies. Totally. <laughs> and uh, when Rizzo comes out as Mickey Mouse, yeah, Rizzo's one of my favorite characters. Um, <clears throat> and, and kind of bringing that up, uh, I'll, I'll bring this up at the end. So never mind. But um, oh, yeah, just the way they 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 tackled uh, Disney and even making fun of Disney while you know. Being there, like I said, the the Statler Waldorf jokes with a goofy hat and you know Rizzo's Mickey, yeah, uh, I miss it. I can't wait to go back to Florida to watch it. And uh, they have they have a cool little area there. They have a cool Muppet store and a big old fountain right in front of it too. So I'm glad because that was rumored to be taken away when Galaxy's Edge got built. So I'm glad they kept it there. Yeah. But um, and two restaurants too. I, I, I hear they have pizza Rizzo and. Of all accounts that I've gotten through the inner world, it's not that great, but it's Muppets, and so I want to see it. Yeah, because they and changed then of course it there's to the... Pizza Planet, but it wasn't Pizza Planet, right. it was just Pizza Planet by name. But they, yeah, they moved then it they, back. Yeah. Which is kind of amazing that they went from Pizza Planet to Pizza Rizzo. I, I wouldn't see them going with Muppet property. So as, as I said, any time I see them using it, yeah. it's encouraging to know that they're not, not going to let it fade away. Yeah. And then, of course, the most recent... Uh, Addition and change that they did in the uh, American Pavilion in Epcot is uh, the Regal Eagle Smokehouse, uh, yeah. <laughs> starring Sam Eagle. Uh, yeah. um, and his, his favorite line, uh, you know, this dedicated to all the countries, but especially America. But mainly right? America. <laughs> there now, you go. Now's that one yeah, of the Eagle funniest parts. Oh, are you ready? It's a glorious three-hour finale. You got 90, 30 seconds. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I, no, everything about that was great. Um why why did they get rid of it at DCA? Like did they give a reason? They didn't I don't think they gave it an original official reason. Uh they, they did, did they ever Gohar, give a reason for when they do that? Like that, this uh, Phil, other Phil than they, they want to do something. Was yeah. it? Philhar Magic or whatever it's called is complete garbage. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> terrible. Nah, it's it's cool. It's you know, compared it's to Muppets? Florida. It it and not Yeah, see I I, I, I'm going to come from the place of, I, I won't say it's garbage. I, I enjoyed it, and it was one of the things that I wanted to, like, I was looking forward to seeing in Florida. But I, I, I because they took it, Muppets away, I am resentful of it and, <laughs> and 
kind of, yeah. especially hearing, you know, from you, Joe, that, you know, it, it was built for a specific place that they haven't shown in Florida. Yeah. So you miss a lot of the screen, uh, uh, I guess, screen gags or the way it was intended to be shown. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, before that, it was just movie previews forever. Yeah, and it was uh, a frozen when, you, when you said when you said 2014, that shocked me. I mean, I feel like I'd seen it more recently than that. Yeah, I know at least like, I'd know. go and look for that <laughs> look for that key under the mat, you know, on my last couple visits until Phil our Magic was there. Yeah, but yeah, now all, all remnants are gone. Yeah, because I I think yeah it was a preview center, but they would still show it. But I think that one winter where they turned that little area into like a little frozen land. For like a, it was mm-hmm. there for like a few months, like they had the snow. Which I guess was five years ago now, right? Yeah. Was Frozen come out in 2014? 15, 14, something like that. Yeah. Damn. So well, then P- Pixar Fest they had the the Pixar Pixar shorts in there during yeah. Pixar Fest. So um, definitely best use of the spaces of Muppets, and yeah. I, I guess enough of us weren't going to see it, so that the the big wigs in charge decided to try and do something else with it. Yeah, uh, and. It, Everything that's even been in there, even the movie previews, rarely lasts that long anyway, so... Who knows? Maybe it might be no more. We don't know. We'll see. But, um... But, so we've gotten two recent shows. The the one, like I said, I loved on ABC, which was loosely based off the the, uh, the movies that came out that were very successful. And, like I said, I started watching this show, and I loved it. This was some of the funniest Muppets I've ever seen. And it was like I said, it was kind of like the that gorilla style. They kept it in theme because they all worked on a late night talk show with Miss Piggy. She was the host, and she's obviously the diva. And so like Kermit was a producer and all this stuff, and they all had work on the show. Also had great cameos. Uh, one of the best cameos is David Grohl's drum off with Animal, which was a nice nod to the original Muppets. When um, oh my gosh. Was it Gene Krupa? He's an old drummer. It's either Buddy... It's either Gene Krupa... Dang it. But he had a classic drum off an animal, so... But the David Grohl one, that, I mean, that was awesome. And uh, great cameos. But one of one of my favorite... I talk about this so much, but one of my favorite episodes was when uh, Miss Piggy uh, wanted... Like, none of the crew... She's like... Because she never hung out with the crew, because, you know, she's the big star. And so all of a sudden, it's like, oh, I'm going to start hanging out with them. So they would go to this local bar after the, after they did a show and you know drink and sing karaoke. So like Ed Helms was with them and they're all singing different karaoke songs. Sam the Eagle like creepily has a crush on um, I forget her name but the the one in uh, the Electric Mayhem the 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 girl the bass Janice yeah Janice. So she's singing yeah. and he's like like googling <laughs> Google eyeing her the whole time. Terry's got a crush on her. So then he starts singing. Uh, Wind beneath my wings, and it's a little, and it's a little uh, montage of them singing. But then, like they start singing Love Shack and other songs and and stuff. Then, then you hear like a beat drop. It's like boom, boom, boom. Then you see Swedish Chef, and he starts doing the rapper's delight. And I was done <laughs> when I saw that because he was just like heep, up and heep, up and heep, up and ah, dude, so funny. Then they sh- then they show them at work the next day, just kind of like hungover and stuff. But I guess people didn't like seeing Muppets hungover at work because um, the show, you know, it, it the the ratings were low for whatever reason. But I thought it was great. And Brian, you said you started re- recently watching it. 
and you like it a lot. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was awesome. I haven't finished it. I've probably seen about half. Um, when I was moving in and building furniture, I had it on when I was watching it, and it was it was great. It's like <laughs> The Office, but Muppets. Yeah, and I'm trying to remember this other one, but there there was a part where Kermit like all of a sudden he's got super anxiety and he he can't he snaps so they send him to like a tranquility uh what's it called like a not a rehab but like one of those tranquility homes where he could kind of like relax and stuff and Jason Bateman is with him and which is a lot of funny scenes and he finally goes home and Kermit and the the end basically the end of the show is like Kermit's like sometimes you, you just need to go back to your roots and you see him on his little uh, little log, and he has his banjo. You start you hear the beginning of Rainbow Connection, and he starts singing. Then you hear his neighbor, and he's like, oh, well, before that, sorry. He's like, you know, sometimes you just need to go back to your roots to relax and blah, blah, blah. And you hear the neighbor yell, play a different song. And Kermit's like, shut up, Phil. But then <laughs> I was watching it, and you hear the guy yelling. It sounds like Phil from Modern Family. Uh, when he, I have to check it out again. I haven't seen it since then, but. No, it was, it was such a great show, and I, I was super, super disappointed when it got canceled, and that we never got it like Netflix or or Blu-ray or something. But I'm glad it came out to D- Disney Plus. But but now we got Muppets now, so we'll talk a little bit about that. I guess we'll we'll end with that. So um, it's a weekly show. Uh, we didn't get we don't got the whole purge. Um, I I've only seen the two, first two ones right now because a uh, busy week, but. I'll start with you, Alex. Have you been watching any of the new Muppets now, or? Uh, of, of course, I'll have to admit I watched it all today. Oh, nice! And what are your um, thoughts? It's as I said earlier. I am just happy to see them using the Muppets. <laughs> um, it, it's got parts that are good. Uh, of course, I love Pepe, so Pepe's game show is one of my favorite parts of it. <laughs> yeah, uh, just a kind of off off the wall, no rule. It's my show, my way. Uh, Pepe is fun. Uh, the Muppet Lab stuff is actually kind of fun. I'd have to actually check and see. I would assume that the information they're giving is kind of like accurate and educational. It struck me as almost like a Mythbusters Muppet style. Uh, and, and they even have the Phil from uh, Phil from Legal come through to say, "Don't try this at home" before they put that segment on. Yeah. Uh, so that's fun. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm I'm enjoying watching it. I hope that they continue to pull uh, older and obscure Muppets. I'm seeing like newer and obscure, uh, or I guess I wouldn't call it ob- obscure, but that dragon-looking guy. And because I watch my stuff with subtitles, it does help me learn the names of some of these characters. Yeah. And I believe his name is like uh, Uncle Deadly. Yeah. Or something, which is a crazy name for a Muppet, Uncle Deadly. I that seems like it should be in a horror movie. Yeah, he came out in the '90s, but yeah, he's. Because he, he's the one, going back to the maniacal laugh, that finally kind of, like, turns on the yes. villain. He's like, now that's a maniacal laugh. <laughs> yeah. Love that. What about you, Ryan? What are you thinking about the um, Muppets yeah. now? I'm the same as Alex. I watched it all today. Um, the game show part is, um, like, the only thing that really grabs my attention. Um, the cooking, after, like, the second bit of her wanting to marry whoever the guest is kind of for me got a little old real <laughs> quickly but um yeah it is okay um the abc abc show was is far better in mm-hmm. my opinion yeah um yeah it just it doesn't grab my attention that much and 
I know the Kermit voice. You have to always. You sometimes you got to get a new voice actor. That's just life. But um, he doesn't sound like Kermit to me, so that threw me off a little bit. Yeah, uh, sometimes it yeah. takes a little bit to get used to. Yeah, especially yeah, since we mentioned we got sixty years of Muppets and we've had two Kermits before the, this this current voice. So yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, I like it. I, I I like the the first the, the predecessor a little bit more. But it, like like Alex said, just. You know, keep giving us Muppets. It'll it'll get its legs. You know, it, it'll 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 get there. But you know, of course, I'm a big fan of seeing Danny Trejo hanging out with Muppets. And Trejo's tacos with Swedish Chef was pretty funny. Um, he's actually been the la- he was he cameoed in the the last two movies too. So he, he it's funny seeing him. Uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of his. So just seeing him with the Muppets is always it was funny. It makes me laugh. Um, but yeah, I hope it, I hope it keeps going. Uh, I hope, I hope, like I said, you know the right because originally the show was was supposed to be uh, um, show run by Josh Gad. Um, they mentioned it like a year ago, so but then oh yeah, I think yeah, we talked about that because we got excited. They just about show that. run ran him off. That's yeah. <laughs> I mean, imagine Olaf with the Muppets. <laughs> that would have been kind of funny, but uh, no, I like it. But but it's 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 just. Just like Jason Segel, though, you know, it, it all starts with people who have a love for the the content and the characters. And because Jason Segel loved the Muppets, he was able to make an amazing movie because yeah. he appreciated it. And I expected the same with Josh Gad. And it, at least from what I read, I believe it was a, a change as the head of Muppet Studios. Yeah. And then they wanted to change the direction of the show. And so the, the original creators walked away from the project, which is a bummer. Um, hopefully, you know, one day people cooler heads can prevail, <laughs> come back to the table and work, work on something else uh, that that uh, everybody can agree on, and we're all looking forward to see. Oh yeah, exactly. And uh, I was going to attach it to the show, but uh, a, a, a few years ago at Stockton, and I was I've been meaning to release this as a bonus with other uh, interviews, but I talked to Steve Whitmer. Who was a longtime voice for Kermit the Frog, uh, Rizzo the Rat, I think a couple of the Floyd. Um, I mean, he did so many voices for the Muppets, and uh, he was at, at this convention, and so I, I had a few words with him. Um, I'm going to release this actually as a bonus uh, to this episode, I think. Uh, I just thought of that just now. So uh, there you go, breaking news. But um, I asked him about what's coming up, and he was really reluctant, like, he, he had to hold his tongue. But he, he kind of mentions, like, yeah, sadly, you know, myself and many longtime voices parted ways with with doing the Muppets. And you, you could tell it, it, it was really fresh and it hurt. Because I mentioned the Josh Gad project because at the time uh, that was brand new. And, and so they mentioned not being a part of it. So, But um, I still will. It was, it was a great interview. <laughs> it's taken me so long to put it out because I think I had a one with, like, Bob Gurr and from mouse con and anyways uh but i'll put it as a bonus to this episode since our recording schedule has been so whack the last uh this whole summer basically but yeah but yeah it's been a covid schedule yeah but no i I love the muppets i love the new movie the new movies i love the old movies um and yeah i agree right with alex like you know just keep keep giving us muppets and we'll be happy (laughs) so um, I, I got one for you guys yeah. before we get, before before we conclude. 
or be, before we move on to something else, it goes back with the theme parks. And this is just kind of a off the top of the head. I haven't even really thought of anything yet. But uh, what attraction in the parks would you, uh, be it temporary or permanent, reskin uh, as a Muppet attraction, and how? Ooh, this is nice. I like this. <laughs> I, I was it. going back to that, that 1991. Uh, summer, we're making our own Muppet attractions. You got one, Ryan? Muppets from Space takes over Roger Rabbit in Toontown. That would be a good one. Could be like, uh, you started uh, talking, I was thinking Muppets from Space Mountain, and I was like, ooh. ooh, but, ooh, but, ooh. But, but I, I like the idea of a Muppet dark ride, and I, I, I think of that part where you're in the, uh, was it Betty or Lenny? Lenny. Lenny? And uh, it makes it look like you're falling down from the sky, the black light and everything. Yeah, that would be, going, be a good one. We're going up to space in like a in like a saucer beam, pulling you up. Yeah. What was that? Sorry, <laughs> my headphones all for a second. Oh, I was just saying like you're getting pulled up in a beam from like a flying saucer. Yeah, that would be that'd be pretty rad. Uh, that was a good one. Nice, nice, nice job on a. That's yeah, a, on the fly. Thank you. What I would do, and, and it would be partially of something that they did before, but like uh, bef- before Disney bought Star Wars, we had Disney mashup Star Wars characters, like action figures and everything, and we also had Muppet mashup Star Wars. So I would like to see a Muppet Star Wars mashup in Star Tours. That'd be pretty cool, Kermit as the pilot. I think, actually, I think it would be funny, and I I think they actually had him as C three PO, but Beaker was C three PO. So you imagine uh, Beaker like being that. the pilot, but the whole time just being like me 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 me. Yeah. So what about you, what, Alex? What would they? <laughs> oh, go ahead, Alex. I guess uh, I, I would probably do I, sacrilege. I would I would never want to touch Pirates of the Caribbean, but uh, a Muppet Treasure Island overlay on Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, all the way, duh! That is such the way. Did, yeah, that is. I, I was I was just thinking, or they could do Muppet Treasure Island somehow, like reskin Pooh, and then just make that whole section in Orleans Square with like Princess and the Frog, so it would actually flow with another pirate. Are you going to throw Muppet Treasure Island in the back? I, yeah. I love uh, Rizzo and the Rats having like a vacation cruise through the whole yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. And, uh, and you could easily just hide them in different scenes of the ride, you know, during their vacation and stuff. <laughs> totally oblivious. And, and, and it's super hilarious because it's almost like they're not even of the same uh, time frame that the story's taking place. Yeah. That'd be good. There's some, yeah, there's some good well, ones there, guys. Uh, Muppet a, Christmas Carol over there at Christmas time, maybe on It's a Small World or something. Uh, I'm trying to think. I guess it'd be more than an over you know, maybe, maybe once we do our uh, Imagineer episode, we'll, we'll try to see if we can, we can actually make a Muppet land. <laughs> there we go. But, uh, yeah, actually, give us more than 20 seconds to sit and think about it. We'll come up with something good. Yeah, definitely. Um of course, you know I've been kind of embarrassing myself a couple times, like partially singing and stuff. But can can you any of you guys impersonate a few Muppets at all? Just curious. 
Because I know Alex, you could do a good Chewbacca, but that's not a Muppet. But hey, I did do a little. It could make you sad with the Disney Universe and uh, we're thinking about taking over the Disney parks uh, this summer. <laughs> Seeing as COVID-19 has everybody at home, Muppets are going to be here having some fun. <laughs> nice. I can't follow that. <coughs> oh, come on, Ryan. Try it. You can do something. I don't, I don't even know. Just, no. I don't even know what I would do. Oh, okay. Let's see. I'm trying to I did I did beaker me 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 Yeah that's the only one I could do too. Oh, I just it. have my Mickey Mouse nailed down. Alright. That's just it. I'm, I'm just a Mickey guy. Me 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 Okay, that was that was good. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, yeah. Uh I did it earlier a little bit. I could I could do a little bit of Pepe the King Prong, okay? Uh welcome to the Disney Tiki cast and we talk it to because... Uh, I am a king prong and I love the tiki. Okay. <laughs> okay, I could do. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just kind of. I forgot to bring this up though. And uh, but we we're talking about the uh, the the volunteer, the give a day, um, give it, give a day, get a day. But they they actually had a. Um, we we're at Disney World, at Magic Kingdom, and so we we're watching one of the parades. This was the first year we went, but um, I'll, I'll share this picture too, like after the show comes out. But so they had a, a float with Kermit and Miss Piggy, so it was really cool seeing them, like you know, the animatronic or puppeteer, because they look exactly like the, what you see on the movies and TV. So I'm like, oh, it's Kermit, it's Miss Piggy, and they're talking, and and around the the float is Sweetums, you know, the big brown uh, monster that was in a Muppet Vision, and. Of course, we're at Disney World. So I had a cleanly shaved head. We're watching, and he comes up to me, and kind of like looks like he licks his his tongue, then does the finger like right on my forehead, like like that. And but my sister grabbed the picture of him actually doing that, and I'm just like, oh, you know, I got touched by a Muppet. <laughs> oh, <So. nice. laughs> it was like a celebrity. It was funny. So I'll share that picture after the show comes out. But uh, you, okay, you know what would be really cool no. to do? You know how at Universal they have like the meet and greet with uh, Donkey? Yeah. Like that is in funny. Little booth. That yeah, would be good. They could, yeah, they could do one with the Muppets. Yeah. Like, just set up a little booth and have curve, like, just switch them out throughout the day. And I'm assuming it's using the same sort of Turtle Talk technology where they can, like, see the people and yeah. kind of, like, point out things that they're doing or, or yeah, like, Mr. Like, Potato Head. It's just the puppet, the donkey. Yeah, it's I just his, like, so. upper bust, and he's got his head sticking out of kind of like a barn or a window. And uh, so he was talking to some kid. Yeah, we, I got to bring this up real quick since you brought it up because Donkey's awesome. And, uh, yeah. and the guy sounded just like Eddie Murphy. I mean, he, he did a great voice. And uh, so he was talking to this little kid right at him. And uh, some girls are walking. Uh, they're walking by, like, and they see Donkey. And it's about, like, you know, 30 feet away. So the girl's like, I love you, Donkey. Right when he's talking to a little kid and his head moves. And he's like, I love you too, baby. You know, just... <laughs> This is like a concert. It's hilarious. So, yeah, it's very funny. Yeah, no, that'd be a great yeah, idea. They do a good job with that. You yeah. can have like Fozzie telling jokes. Ah, waka waka. Kermit. Okay, sorry. Kermit singing. Why are you listening to the Disney Universe? <laughs> that was bad. Okay, that was good. Like <sighs> There's so much to talk about with the puppets, but. I think it's almost time 
it's time to end this episode. It's t- <laughs> that's a little segue. Um, any any last thoughts? Any anything you'd like to see? Uh, let's let's end it with this. I'll ask each each of you guys. But any like a, uh, um, what would you like to see in the future? Future of the Muppets, and I'll start with you, Alex. At the bare minimum, I want to see the original Muppet Show on Disney Plus. I know that's not really the future, but I think it would be a, a good stepping stone to getting the exposure out there, helping the current generation understand what the Muppets used to be, and giving everybody a broader idea of how they can be used going forward. Uh, we feel weird talking about them like that, how they could be used. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I guess just anything. I'd love to see another movie. I, I'd love to see a show, if not the resurrection of the ABC uh, uh, sitcom version. Uh, I think when we were talking about Muppets now, it kind of made me realize, okay, no, we had a good thing with the one we were doing before, you know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I, I just want to see more Muppets, and I think uh, that the key to that will be having everybody understand exactly what a big deal they were. It's kind of uh, like in the Jason Segel movie they tried to get across. You know? Yeah. Yeah, great point. What about you, Ryan? Um, I'd like to see some park presence in California. I know they have, like, Muppet Vision and uh, they have a restaurant over there, right, In these, uh, at Disney World? Yeah. Yeah, so I'd like to see a little bit of park presence in California because there's, there's none. Mm-hmm. So. No, agreed. I don't even know. Maybe if they can bring... Uh, the Muppet Mobile Labs over to the, the our our injured Tomorrowland and yeah. give it a little bit of a Dude. a little bit of a life support. Yeah. They can put a lot of Muppets in Tomorrowland. And yeah. Muppets from Space would be great in Tomorrowland. Yeah, m- yep. exactly. Just show the movie in the theater. <laughs> yeah. We could do that. You can even have the old from the Muppet show, the Muppets from Space. Oh yes, yes, yes. <laughs> For Star Tours. It was, like, it was uh, Pigs in Space. Right? Yeah, Pigs in Space. Yeah. 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 So I agree with both you guys that Disneyland Resort definitely needs a strong Muppet presence. And, I mean, even even an updated version of Muppet Vision would be sweet. Um, I And I agree with the, the movies. And I, I'm, I'm almost wondering, because we had the original movies, then didn't have movies for a long time. Then the movies that came out were, you know, Christmas Carol, Treasure Island. So I don't know if we want, like, parody movies next or originals. But I'd like, but anything I think I'd be happy with. And I just want movies like the one Jason Siegel put, because you could tell that was 100% from the heart. And... There were some deep cuts in that movie if you've been like been a fan for so long. So, um, as long as somebody, the next person, uh, make make you know that has that same dedication and love for the Muppets, I think it hopefully it'll it'll be great. So, yeah, I like I, said, I agree with you guys though. We we need more park. We need more movies. Glad we got yeah. Disney Plus though. I mean, I say that at the end of the last show. If you guys, I'm sure you both have seen it, but. For our listeners, if you have not seen Prop Culture, check out the episode on the Muppet movie. Such a great yes. episode. Um, the whole the whole the whole series is great. 
but uh, definitely. I still haven't seen it. Oh yeah, you got to check. I, it I, was, I, I appreciate pop culture because every one of the movies that they talk about is on Disney Plus. So yeah, uh, ongoing with my uh, stay-at-home activities, I will be doing a pop culture uh, movie marathon where I watch the episodes and and then uh, the movies following. That's a great idea. But I might have to do that too. Yeah. Well, sweet. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I can't think of anything else to throw out right now. <laughs> No, it was a good Muppets episode. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's a lot to talk about. Now, now we, now we need them to give us more to talk about, so exactly. we can have another Muppet episode. Disney, are you <laughs> yeah. listening? It's up to you. Yeah. Give us more Muppets, especially at Disneyland when it opens. Where I, I think Tomorrowland would actually be a great spot for for the Muppets. Something. I would love to yeah. see that. Uh, that would be cool if they could somehow. Incorporate the great moments in American history into like the uh, Opera House before you go into Lincoln. Because they got those. What windows. if they? Uh, that would yeah, that would be good. I was thinking of doing uh, bringing back things like Zorro and Daniel Boone and Davy Crockett, but through the eyes of the Muppets <sighs> in Frontierland. That'd be sweet because I've been Ooh, saying they should have a Davy yeah, Crockett so and cool. a Zorro meet and greet in Frontierland. But to have them as uh, as uh, Muppets would be amazing. Yes. Ah, great one. Yeah. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. I'll get off here and send my email to to Chapek. Yeah. <laughs> but would be Demero now, because. <laughs> so. But oh man, that was fun, guys. I, I really enjoyed that and. Yeah, that's good. I'm gonna have to binge some more yeah. Muppets, and I'm glad it's so much. So much of it is on Disney Plus. Um, but yeah, I like your idea, Alex. Watching the prop culture and then the movie, or, or vice versa. You know, actually, yeah, I don't I mean, know what, what Muppet I'm gonna. Oh, I was just gonna say I don't know what I'm gonna get into right now, but I'm definitely gonna watch some Muppets after this. Nice. Yeah, I'm definitely throwing on Muppets from space. Well, Alex, uh, nice. thanks for joining us. I know when I mentioned this episode, we, we, we were like in uh, hanging out. You're like, oh. I want to be part of that. I was like, of course, because you oh, are. Man, I, I think for for years you guys keep the teasing Muppets, and I think I keep saying, I'm each I want to get on that Muppet episode. I want to talk Muppets. Yeah, nice. So make the Muppets great again. <laughs> That's a T-shirt right there. There you go. <laughs> nice. All right, man. So uh, once again, thanks for coming on the show. And if people want to follow you, where can they find you? Um. I, I am on Instagram. I am the big smooth with three O's. Smooth with three O's. And don't you have a? You and Addy have a Disney page, right? Uh, we do. Uh, yes, uh, and hopefully by the time this airs, I'll have put more than one picture on it. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> uh, for for the time being, it is Cali Curly Couple on Instagram. I'd love for you all to follow us on there. And if you do, I promise to put some more content on there. Once the park's open, there'll be more content. I know that. <laughs> Most definitely. I, I'm, I'm going to go through some pictures now. I, they, they're all on our, uh, our Amazon screensaver, so I see them every day. <laughs> and I'm like, ooh, I want to use that one for something. I want to use that one for something. Right on. Well, thanks for coming on the show. Of course, you know you you got an open door any, any other time, and hopefully we'll be able to hang out at the park soon again, all three of us. And of course, with yeah. Corey and Udi and Addy and Ariel and Most Christy definitely. and Jacob yes. and everybody, our fought our family. I, I'm still sad. 
five-year anniversary let's do it all out loud that, that's I'm, I'm <laughs> down five-year five anniversary we're shooting for Disneyland right you guys were talking about yeah it's gonna fall yeah. right around the same time as Disneyland's birthday on the 17th I, I the week before yeah because I gotta you know, a week before uh, Ryan's gonna be cruising down Disneyland Route 66 <laughs> yeah next year I'm doing Route 66 so well, I told Joey I'm, I'm hoping to shoot out to Nashville with you guys, so we'll see about Ooh, that. That'll be sick. That'll be fun. Yeah. But thanks for coming on the show, man. Uh, thanks for talking Muppets, and we will talk to you soon. Yes, cheers. Thank you. Cheers. All right, guys, so I hope you enjoyed that. that we were talking about a lot. <laughs> we had a lot of stuff going on there, so but it had to be a big Muppet show because it's been so while, so... Uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. I, I can't wait till we could talk about them some more. You know, we'll see if they have any movies after the new TV show. So, um, yeah. So, <laughs> next month, or next, well, next show will be next month, September already. Um, I'm not sure what we're doing yet. <laughs> Ryan's birthday extravaganza. Exactly. It's going to be Ryan's World in September. We are, we'll have it a Halloween y themed. We'll have yeah. big deals. We'll figure something out. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully we'll be celebrating the op- reopening of Disneyland also. Who knows? Yeah, maybe a Mando trailer. We'll see. Oh, yeah. Definitely break down what should maybe be released for celebration. That's not happening. But uh, but once again, we want to thank you guys for following us, uh, interacting with us on uh, Instagram and all our socials. And, of course, you know, if you want to help support the show and be part of our crew, go to patreon.com slash du crew and where else can people find us at ryan they can find they can listen to us on google play soundcloud stitcher apple Podcasts, and spotify so you guys can find us everywhere and if you want to watch some of our stuff i know joey's gonna put up a super epic old school disney video one day uh over at du tv and you can find us at twitter instagram facebook at disney universe podcast i'm sorry about the jingling that's the cat being distracted. <laughs> yeah, wanting wanting its uh, own attention. Uh, but yeah, thank you, thank you guys for joining us, and um, uh, we're going to have some, hopefully, some good news coming up in September. Things seem to be, hopefully, getting back open again. So, uh, I guess until next time. May the force be with you. Till infinity and beyond. Yes, it's over. How'd you like it? I don't know. I slept through the whole thing. Well, you didn't miss much.